Technology is an endless topic of whether it is healthy for us or not and whether it is actually helping us grow or slowly decaying us. Studies show that most millennials pick up their phone about 150 times a day and people are starting to call this dependency a technology addiction. A new study has now linked anxiety, depression, and suicidal thoughts to the overuse of technology. Today we sit down with four people split on different sides of the spectrum. In the first act, we will hear people who dislike technology for reasons such as it becomes harder to learn. The second act will show us some pros of technology with online dating and upgrades in the workplace. We will take in both of their opinions on this episode of Technology Addiction. Act 1. Is technology bad? With over 3.8 billion people using technology today, and with that number expected to rise, it is no surprise that some people hate the wave of change that comes along with new technology. When I say change, I mean change in how we communicate, change in how we function in everyday life, and change in how we are starting to grasp new information. Jim, my dad, is a business owner and also a father of two who has watched technology evolve before his eyes. We ask him why he believes cons outweigh pros. How has technology changed since you started in the workforce? When I first started, we didn't have much in the line of technology. Uh, first cell phone was bought, I carried a pager, didn't really have a computer that did anything for work. In what ways do you use technology at work? Um, accounting communi- and communications for the company. What are some of the advantages technology has given you? Accuracy. Um, computers, invoicing, accounting, record keeping, and uh, it's almost turned your phone into a little computer that you carry around where you can answer questions, email, place orders. You could be away from your desk and still be working. Then why do you feel as as if technology is more of a con and not a pro? People are beginning to rely too much on technology. They get so distracted that something could be Easily 10 minutes now, now it takes 30 minutes. People can barely do simple math anymore. They need to have a calculator in, on hand. Jim goes on and on about how technology for him is more of a burden. He says he can also see it affects people mentally. So much happens online and no one can protect you. Once something is out there, you can't take it back. Now we talk to James, a senior at Sleen High School who feels as if technology is taking over the learning process. How do you feel about schools transitioning from textbooks to putting everything online? I don't think it's a very good thing because I like reading off of a page that's in front of me and not off a screen because screens uh, hurt my eyes sometimes. With majority of our assignments now being turned in online, and with all that, these online resources, do you think it's easier for to, students to cheat now? Yes, very much. James goes on to talk about sites like Turnitin.com that give him anxiety knowing that he hasn't plagiarized on an assignment. He feels as if teachers are slowly losing more and more trust in students, which is why there aren't as good as teacher-student bonds anymore. Do you think it is easier with everything being online to process information given to you, or do you think that it's harder? I feel it should be easier to process information with all the online resources given to you. But for some cases like mine, it becomes so easy to get sidetracked and not to focus. (laughs) 
I mean, technology is a lot of responsibility and not all of us can handle it. Jim and James, two people who share the same opinion about technology. Jim told us that just because you own a successful business does not mean technology helps you. James finishes off with saying that the transition that schools are making to be all online isn't beneficial for everyone's learning. Act 2. Age of Technology. 8 billion devices will be connected to the internet by 2020. Technology has greatly impacted our world. It allows us to experience new cultures, save time, and communicate across the globe. There is no denying that we live in the age of technology. I grew up using it, but older generations have not, so I wondered what they thought about technology. Tom, my dad, is a 53-year-old pilot for Delta who got a divorce back in 2011. How do you feel about technology? I think technology has been very helpful uh, for me in many different ways. What is one way that you think it's been helpful in your life? Well, uh, I was able to uh, meet and uh, eventually marry my wife. Tom met his wife Sharon on Match.com. Match is one of the largest and oldest dating services on the internet. Users create profiles and describe themselves and what they're hoping to find in the people they might date. Tom then continued to explain how Match made his life easier. Well, uh, when I first started to date um, and look around for a partner, it was very tough to do it um, because of work and, and children. And so dating apps gave me an opportunity to do it kind of at my own pace, you know, and, and uh, do it, you know, whenever I wanted in the privacy of my own home. How is it different from meeting someone in real life? Well, when you meet someone in real life, uh, unless it's somebody you've known for a long time, you don't know anything about them. But as soon as you uh, get on the dating app and, and meet somebody, right away you know how far away they live from you, you know if they have kids, you know how old they are, you know what kind of college they went to. You get a lot of information uh, real quick. Tom then goes on to explain how online dating can be safer for people, especially women. Finally, Tom explains how long it would have taken him to get remarried if he did not have technology. It definitely would have taken longer because I, you know, most of the friends I have are married and so uh, you're not really going out there and, and meeting people, you know, um, on your own. And so this kind of way helps people that are in the same situation as me that are single with, uh, you know, children but not a lot of free time on their hands to go out and meet people. Next, I sat down with Sharon, Tom's wife. I asked her what's the difference in technology between when she first started out in the workforce compared to now. There's a huge difference. It's so funny to think back to that because we only had fax machines. We were so excited when we got our first fax Ew. machine. Sounds awful. I know. And then we had one email address that the whole company shared and we only checked it once a week. Let's see if we got any email. We never did. That's no one emailed us. <laughs> In what ways oh. today do you use technology at work? Everything I do mm -hmm. is technology, basically. Um, I'm on the computer most of the day. Email. Um, I use, you know, all these different programs like Microsoft and Excel, PowerPoint. Um, we do web conferences, WebEx, mm -hmm. for meetings. 
Sharon continues to explain how her customers apply for coverage using online applications and how they quote online too. Clearly, the methods back then had room to improve. Tom, the divorcee, did not grow up with technology. However, he did know how to use it to his advantage and find his lifelong partner. Sharon also knows how to use technology the right way by using it to save time and money. Technology shapes us in both good and bad. It can help us do and be more. Sharon and Tom are happily married and indulge in the technological benefits in their everyday lives. On the other hand, Jim and James feel differently. They feel that technology can create complications. In today's world, technology will continue to grow. Technology and human life can't be separated anymore and because we are too dependent. The demands for technology will only increase because without it, we would be stuck in time. This podcast was edited and directed by Haley and Jordan.